Welcome to Broken for Purpose again on our new day in our new time. Thank you for tuning in. This is Glenetta, your host, and with me today, I have none other than Latoya Dorsey. Is it Johnson or Jackson? Johnson. <laughs> Johnson. You know, I'd be like one to call you Jackson. Jackson, if you nasty. That's what Johnson. Janet said. <laughs> I am for real. Okay. Anyway, so make sure that you like and share this post. Share, 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 share. We're going to have a good show today. Um, we're going to have a good time talking. Talking. I'm gonna be playing, and she gonna keep trying to get me back on the um, back on the thing. You know, the straight and narrow, the line. <laughs> the what thing. I'm supposed to be doing? I'm gonna pray for you ahead of time. Pray. Thank oh, you. oh, you got a mic today. I just noticed that. Oh, we interacting now. <laughs> we we interacting on this thing. That's what I'm talking about. It could be. <laughs> you she, know what? She married. <laughs> Stop that. I don't want a husband. To, and nine out of ten, her husband is really, really big. I'm not trying to fight. He nine. He tiny. Y'all the same size. Big things come in small packages. <laughs> especially whenever it comes to your wife. Anyway, broken for purpose. Oh, I'm going to have a husband one day and he's going to be like, that's my wife. Step back. I'll be like, that's my husband. Yeah, that's my husband. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. First, I cannot let this day go by. Maisha Keaton is getting married. Oh today. my goodness! Woo! Here comes the bride. All dressed and I bet she's gonna make a beautiful bride. Take some blue lake pictures. So I'm, saying, I'm about to plug my phone up now. <laughs> I got the honor of getting an, an an invitation. It's like an invitation to a BET award show. Know, right? Like whenever she was like, "You are invited," <clears throat> I was like, "Yes." I've made it. Mama made it. Maisha. We don't even know him. And they're going to sing. Ooh. We hold members at you. Maisha, we've been knowing each other for 22 years. <laughs> and you bring a stranger off the street. God dog it. But you know what? <laughs> That's neither here nor there. I am so happy for her. I just want to congratulate you on yes. your nuptials. Is it nuptials or nuptials? Nuptials. Oh, I said it wrong both ways. Girl. Nuptials. I can't wait till you get married. <laughs> this is going to be funny. <laughs> nuptials i am so super excited for you you are going to be a gorgeous bride and uh congratulations sweetie i i'm i'm just out of the world excited for her long time coming she deserves every bit of happiness yes 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 so i had to get that that out the way happy everybody remember today because it's gonna come up in your memories and you're gonna know to say happy anniversary it's your anniversary. Hey, hey. Okay. Do I need to call that pastor that kicked you out of the choir? <laughs> I forgot his name. What's his name again? Him right there. Him. I'm just saying. It's why my face not on camera. So he trying to say I can't sing. No. Let the Lord use you or let him lose you. Either one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so make sure you can um interact with your people. So tell them to go to go and and chime in and get on yeah the the comments will be seen on video and we are going to have a good time today we're going to talk about who knows we're going to talk about many things pray for her in the name of jesus because we know you know what i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop roll your boat i'm gonna 
See why your I told you before we started to turn you on. I, I can did. hear I you over there. She lying. Every liar <laughs> will have a um, place in the lake of burning fire. Oh my god. Well, oh, she's saved today. <laughs> <laughs> she don't scripture. Come on. Let me tell y'all, I got off work at 6:45 this morning. And I've been, I got three hours of sleep. I don't know why she letting me drive. I, I sleep real good when I'm driving. I didn't want to ask you that, but I don't think so. Girl, I'm looking at the camera and you tiny. Yeah, next to me. You like anorexic next to me. I need to go on a diet. Cassandra Paul. Says hey, Cassandra. Hello. Cassandra, we love you. Yes, we do. She, my, she, she, my, she, one of my beauticians. She make my hair grow. See, I got three beauticians. Well, Can no. she make my hair grow? No. I will. <laughs> you know what? Miracles do happen. Look, lace fronts too. I, we will not be doing that. But Cassandra, let me tell you about Cassandra. Cassandra um, is the first lady of. Chosen vessel. Chosen vessel. Where her husband and pastor. Girl, vessels I ain't had no Vessels of Did you say I, chosen? I didn't get it. Well, right. I was thinking chosen vessel. Vessels, 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 vessels of praise. praise. <laughs> vessels of praise. And, Apologies. And Force Hill. Or, yeah, Force Hill. And her husband is uh, Eric Paul. Okay. And I love them. So for years, she's my friend. She's my sister. She makes my hair grow even when I be doing crazy stuff to it. But not only that, she is like my dance mentor. Oh my God. Back in the day, 20 something years ago, 100 pounds lighter, uh, 20 years younger, I used to want to be a dancer. Right? Because they just look so graceful. Oh, you wanted to dance in the church. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh in the church. And so, let me tell you, Cassandra is one. You remember I told you that I was encouraging her to sing, even yes. though she couldn't? Well, I was... <laughs> I'm sorry. I just You see what you, you come on this show and, and done, Cassandra so, Paul? And so she would encourage me to dance. Now let me tell y'all something. We're gonna get to we're gonna get to this baby. But let me tell you. So back in the day, uh the rules were that you would have to uh wait six months mm-hmm. after you joined before you could dance. Mm-hmm. And that gave you time to get all your garments and learn the dances and get comfortable with the dances. Right. Because back in the day when we used to dance, Pastor had us out there dancing for an hour. <laughs> you be done sweat. You got your exercise back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so um I, I finally got released to join the dance ministry because mm-hmm. for the first year Pastor said no. And so I would just make sure that I went to everything, supported, and did all that. So I got all my garments. I had set and learned all these dances. And then she made you dance by yourself. She made you make up a dance mm-hmm. and dance by yourself. I am not a core, I am not a choreographer. Okay. As a matter of fact, I'm not even a dancer, but I can copy really, really well. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, like like she's a dancer. You can see it in her body, in her flow, and when she's moving, you can see it. You know, Mm-mm. it's just not gonna happen. Yeah, I, I, I just love to do it. But anyway, so the first time, it was my first time out there, and I'll never forget because it was like six of us. And um, what it was is that she did this thing where everybody got their time to do something out there by themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was right here 
and she was behind me and she was like, go, you know, go. I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> I said, no. <laughs> she said, get, and we was having this conversation while we're dancing, while the music, while the music is going. She was like, get out there, get out. I was like, mm-mm. I don't want to do it. And I froze. Cause all I could see was all those people out there. Lord. I was scared. I froze, but you know what? She is so encouraging. That was my dance story for the day. She is so encouraging. I'm, I'm glad that's your dance story because I had some. She, no, we talking about church dancing. She's so wonderful, and I love you. Yeah, we're gonna get to your story. No, I want to hear your story. Yeah, because you first of all, you look real saved, <laughs> no, real she, sanctified. No, she don't. And real sexy all at the same time. <laughs> Jermic. He flirting with your wife. Is his name Jermic? Wait, how wait, how you go go snitch on me and don't know the man's name? Well, because it sounds like I'm saying Jeremy. It, it does. Germs. Germs. <laughs> Who do you have with you on the show today? I'm sorry. Let's get this. I have I have Latoya. I said her name already. Latoya Dorsey Johnson, daughter of. I'm not even gonna do that to you. <laughs> do it. No. Daughter of Michelle Riser Coleman. Anyway, so today we have, hey, Samaria. Samaria is going to be one of my guests too. She's an author too. She mm-hmm. she wrote a um, she wrote a devotional called. I bought it. I did too. I start reading it. Tomorrow. I have too. It's really good. It's well, really good. Start, since it's a thirty-one day, I wanted to start on the first day of the month. So that's why I'm starting. Is that why we did it? No, that's just what how I wanted to do it. Oh, because I was like, <laughs> you mean I had to, I was supposed to wait to read no, it? Anyway, it's really good. Stay connected is the name of it. Mm-hmm. I haven't had no sleep, so it's taking me a little bit to catch up. But um. Yes. And come on in. Come on in. Hey, music. Hey, That's Musette. another our dance sisters. I love Musette. Musette is a nurse and she's going further into her education. And Musette's about to be a grandmama again. What's she going to do? <laughs> she like she can whoop me. <laughs> She's going to have some choice words for you. I'll take her interview. choice words. I love Musette, though. Musette is my girl and my mm-hmm. sister. Anyway, so Toy, I call her Toy because Toy is just too much to talk. I'm lazy like that. I love you, too, Musette. We love you, Musette. We love you, Musette. Yes. So Latoya is an author. And so she wrote this book of poetry called The Many Facets of the Heart. So, hey, Tamikio, that's another of our dancers. Wait a minute. Is all these people coming because of you? Because I ain't seen y'all in my chat for a minute. (laughs) But it's okay. I love y'all anyway. So we're going to talk about her book. But we also going to talk about her healthy because she's like, she called me beautiful. I love Tamikio. Thank you, honey. So me and Toy, we're friends. We're dance sisters. And we go to church together. And her and Musette, they like to bring snacks to church. Healthy snacks. Uh, yeah. These snacks that they bring, they be bringing, they not edible all the time. They have hay in them sometimes. They got hay and oats and seeds. So, whey protein. Yeah, Musette came with some kind of water, and I was thirsty. And I was like, you know, I'm not a water drinker. And she was like, but they got chai seeds in them. The heck is a freaking chai seed? It don't belong in water. 
it's all grimy and gritty <laughs> and it like coats your tongue. And I'm like, why are we doing this? So oh, they, they are health, they are health people, healthy people. Um, so like if we were to ever something happen in world and we had to become cannibals, her and Musette would be the first person that I would catch <laughs> and cook and eat because what? they're healthy on the inside. <laughs> Wait a minute. Jesus Christ. I thought you was going to say, because we'd have some food. They are going to be the food. They're going to be the food because they healthy and clean on the inside. So she, um, and so she was about to make her tea. What kind of tea you making? Do it make me skinny? Let me tell you why this tea make you skinny. Give me this. Let me see this. <laughs> this is it works skinny tea detox and de-bloat you want me to tell you why it's going to detox you and de-bloat you <laughs> because this tea can y'all see this can you see this this tea is going to make you go poop <laughs> okay this is a pooping tea am I lying see people may not like what I say but I don't ever be lying I be telling the truth Drink at your own risk. It but works though. The disclaimer is if you're using it regularly, you're gonna be regular. <laughs> you need to be regular anyway. I'm regular. Ain't nothing wrong with my bowels. Did she say wait? Waste. How often is it supposed to be like that? You were saying being regular. What's the estimated uh, times a day you are probably supposed to go to the bathroom? That's a good question. You're supposed to poop twice a day. You're supposed to poop twice a day. Healthy bowels poop twice a day. Apparently, your team ain't working. Because <laughs> they say you're supposed For me, it, it depends. Like, it's not always going to be a movement. It may be just a little bit or whatever. But it's a black movement. <laughs> You play so much. So, I mean, for me, I would say I go that amount. I mean, I'm not just sitting around counting how many times no. I went. Yeah. No, no but I do know I go at least once a day. So, yeah. Well, let me tell you something. There are other ways. Make your tea. You said you was going to make it in your shaker because I told you to use your finger to stir it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she don't have no stirring. That's not appropriate. What? It's not appropriate. Before, before, come on, bring it to your before face. What? Bring it to your face. <laughs> I mean, before there were spoons, people use sticks and fingers to stir uh, their stuff. Uh, Is you your know, water hot? You know, it's a, we're in a COVID era, so uh, you got COVID we, no? Because I'm sitting I mean, awfully I'm close to saying, you. I don't touch stuff, and I don't want to stick my uh, finger in what there. What you been touching? I'm, ma'am. What? Don't make a mess. Y'all hear that water? <laughs> look, look, now she's doing the tea. Huh, it works tea. So how long have you? Oh, it smells kind of good. It is. It has I'm not gonna lemon, say lemon, dandelion, dandelion. Ginger, you know, dandelion, dandelion. I can go pick dandelions off the side of the road. So I can make my own tea, huh? Anyway, I have, so. I have known this young woman. I was about to say child. But I have known her. For 20 plus plus years. How old are you? 36. 
Oh, so 36 minus 20 plus 6, 14? Four, about since she was 14 years old. Look, see, black folks are so innovative. She using her It Works uh, thingy-majigga. Let me see. See? Oh, and it's warm. My blender bottle. Your blender bottle? Mm-hmm. Where's the hole at? Right there. Ooh. <laughs> so anyway, so we're going to be talking about her It Works. We're going to be talking about her book. We're going to be talking about her entrepreneurial spirit. Did I say that word right? Entrepreneurial. Oh, so I left off the triple. <laughs> okay. Entrepreneurial. Uh, that word. That's the one. Y'all, I'm sorry. I haven't had a lot of sleep today. So that's because she African. She worked like 30 jobs. That's so racist. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> that's so racist. You know, um, I want to do a show on African black relations. And so I've reached out to some of my um some of my contacts. Mm-hmm. And so I have one person that has said that they would come on if they remember. I said, come on, look down. I know, if they remember. And then he said, everybody going to hate him. All my friends going to hate him. I'm like, hey, why? Because he outspoken. He African. You know, that's what I said. If it hurts, just say ouch and keep moving, right? Right. So anyway, so tell me, when did you write your book? I wrote my book in 2019. You need to look at your phone because somebody is talking to you. Yes, Musette said, "Let's talk tea <laughs> because that's her, that's that's, that's kind of fancy fly cup." <laughs> oh, the green thing, Musette, is your fancy? How does it work? I told you how it works. It makes you go. You drink it, it debloats you, and you let it all out. Well, it's not just uh, about having a bowel movement. It also uh, detoxes your liver, so it's gonna make you. Uh, when you go to the bathroom. Yeah, it's going to make you go. That's what I said. <laughs> from one end or the other. <laughs> or from both at the same time. <laughs> or not. To use the tea, you don't necessarily have to work out. It's more about eating right. So you want to maintain a low-carb diet. No bread? No you pasta. Can have bread in moderation. Pasta in moderation. But who says what's in moderation? You may eat one piece of bread. That's your moderation. I may eat four. That's, I would say, a serving, which is generally one to two. One to two pieces least, of bread. Yes. I like butter bread. It's not the healthiest, but okay. You know I what? look for the dietary fiber. If that makes if you go. High, if it's high in fiber, it it's makes in you your go. system less time. I don't <laughs> hold on to stuff in my system. Carrying around waste. I don't have no waste. <laughs> Let me tell you something. She got. She used to be fat, just like the rest of us. She got skinny, and now she want to be all mean, talking about no. I'm carrying around waste. No. No it's bread. Yeah, music said no bread. That's what she said. No bread. I want you to say no. Um, I like cake like the next person, but it's still in moderation. So if you like cake like the next person, when you bring in your snacks to the church, why are you not bringing in cake? You bringing in salty strawberries and oats for salty horses. Salty strawberries. They show you. You put that. What's the stuff you put? Girl, that ain't sugar. 
No, it's not. It's sweetener. And it has cancer, cancer, cancer genetic. Mm-hmm. Okay. In 10 years, you're going to have an eyeball growing in the back of your neck. <laughs> and it's going to be from Stevia. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not being a good host. Okay. So tell me, <laughs> why did you write this book of yours? I wrote this book. Uh, well, I've written poetry Ooh, most of my life, probably as early as I could could write around first or second grade, I started writing, just starting with stuff like everybody has heard, roses are red, violets are blue. But, I love baloney. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I have never heard that, <laughs> that phrase. <laughs> so um, writing has always been an outlet for me. It mm-hmm. helps uh, my mental health to be able to put my feelings on paper. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're not often, we're not always able to talk it out. Mm-hmm. So to write it out helps right. me. So when you, deal. when you said it helps your mental health, what do you mean? Like, let's say example, you're, you just got out of a bad relationship. You can talk about those feelings without lashing it out at a person or other people if you just write it on paper or even to take it a step further, let's say you need to talk to God and you really don't know how to pray and ask for what, whatever it is you're wanting. So you write it dear God and whatever you're feeling at that time, because sometimes it's hard to interject how you feel with talking. So writing helps you to find the words to say. So that's my outlet. Oh, that's so sweet. I bet you had a lot of Dear God letters, huh? No. I actually just recently started the Dear God letters. Let me tell you, if I were to sit down, (laughs) (laughs) because I actually was thinking about writing a book, Mm -hmm. um, Dear God, Letters from Your Brokenhearted Child. That was going to be my title. Don't nobody steal that because it's mine. Well, mine will be different from what she is going to do. But I but that's why you put the, the last, you know, the little tagline mm-hmm. in there because you might have a lot of Dear God books. All right. But, you know, but, you know, I read your book because I have it. I bought it because I love you like that. Oh, and I believe you. in you. And I think that you're wonderful. Thank you. And I read it. And I have to say, though, that uh, it's a love book. It is. It's a book of love poetry, you know. For the most part, yeah. I mean, they're wonderful poems, but I'm like, what if I don't feel like loving somebody right now? But where, where were you in your mind? Where were you when you wrote this book? I was in a lot of places because Mm -hmm. this collection is not just from a hood. They're from relationships that I had in high school or um, crushes that I had middle school, high school, whenever. Okay. Uh, could have been early college. Um, so there's a variety of phases of life that I was in and different relationships that I was in. I feel like um, I was searching for something, which is why uh, relationships became a, a big topic for me. Um, and relationships um, specifically, because I experienced a lot of heartbreak from relationships. So a lot of times when I was hurting, that's why, because I was in either a broken relationship or something didn't go my way or something like that. 
Look at her. She's such a good interviewee. She's sitting up straight. She's looking right at the camera. I'm over here being sloppy. <laughs> I love you. I do. Now, let me ask you, do you perform any of your pieces? No. Why not? I actually haven't since high, not high school, college was the last time I actually did a performance of my one of my pieces. I guess it's fear. Um, I've been trying to get over that fear. So when you see me going live on Facebook, it's because I'm trying to overcome that fear of public speaking. When I worked at my last job, I was in a, a group called Toastmasters and Toastmasters helped me a lot. But due to COVID, we stopped meeting and things like that. So I've kind of slumped back into that fear of public speaking. So I'm really trying to push myself back out there so that I can get over there. Oh, this is good. Huh? <laughs> you can do public speaking without all the eyes watching. You know, <laughs> number one, Nia, if you're watching, because like Nia likes to take you places and then sneak you into places and then oh. sign you up for stuff. Well, she hadn't done me like that because, you know, I had got married after I wrote my book. Ooh, so she, she got married she after her love book. <laughs> hey, marriage is in the air. Oh, I have ADHD. Excuse me. Hold that thought. Congratulations to Alice Allen on yes, her, on her, um, Alice. on her, um, what is it Engagement. Yes. I mean, it's wonderful. It's love is in the air. Yeah. You know, love is in there. Is he gonna reach up and grab love? You gonna reach up and grab it out there? <laughs> oh my goodness. I like I actually before um <clears throat> before the show. When did you originally know after the time that you were like looking for love? What made you say, I love the story and I, I just want you to share it with the audience. Okay. Um, whenever you really, really was like, okay, this is real, this is love, and this is what I'm, I, I'm, I'm about to do this. Well, my husband and I have been together for 10 years now. Um, before we got married, we had been together seven years. And I feel like I went through multiple phases of feeling like I was ready for marriage. And the phase I went through writing my book, um, I started just really praying to God, asking God what the next step was, because I was at, I feel like a crossroads where I was like, okay, we've been together seven years. Like it's same time to me, but either it's time or we need to just call it quits. So I really uh, stayed in the face of God, praying about what the next step needed to be. So God dealt with me a great deal while working on my book. Um, he brought up some things that I wasn't over, and he started delivering me from those things. And in the process of that, I also uh, watched a series by Pastor Michael Todd on relationship goals. His first relationship goal series was back in 2017, and he actually redid another series titled Relationship Goals, and that was last year. But that series that I listened to from 2017, like it delivered me from some things that I had no idea the hold that was on my life. And it just delivered me in such a way that um, I was at that crossroads. And I remember being at Bible study on a Wednesday night 
And my pastor asked for us to pray for the person that was standing next to us and tell them what to pray for. So I looked at the lady that was standing next to me and I said, can you pray for my relationship? And I was basically, you know, I didn't go into detail, but I just said my relationship. And I believe that she knew what I was talking about. So she knew what to pray for. And when I um, was getting ready to go home that day, my uh, now husband asked me to stop at the store. And I'm like, why would you need me to stop at the store? And it's 9, 10 o'clock. You're going to cook yeah. this late? She was ready to fuss. So I did what he asked. And when I pulled in my driveway, it was a sign on my garage. And it said, be my queen. And on that day, he asked me to marry him. And that was, I mean, that was the prayer that I had that night. That was what I wanted her to pray for. And I feel like God answered it before I even asked because he knew what I had been asking for. So it just seems like when I was working on my book, God allowed things to just fall into place. That is so wonderful. I just love that story because there's a lot of people who, um, people who want that and don't un- probably don't understand the concept of waiting for that right time or for that right person mm-hmm. rather than just jumping in with right who they have right now and it doesn't work out later because you've been married for how many years now two years see that's 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 powerful but i i have to get out of your interview this is your show <laughs> it's because I learn from you. Because I, I ask a million questions. You know, and, and it's good because if you don't reel me in, I'm just like out there like a fish in the middle of the water, just <laughs> flapping around, flapping around, saying whatever comes to mind. Well, in that case, I'm going to ask a question that you told me not Wait, to ask no, earlier. No, I'm going to ask you because I wanted to ask you. A- ask her because okay. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Because when you talk, mm-hmm. I, I feel like you channeling that Michelle Riza um, <laughs> Coleman vibe. You know, so your mother's a preacher. Right. And she is, uh, I don't want to say hellified preacher, but she is a powerhouse. How how was it growing up? Isn't that the question Mm -hmm. you want to ask? How was it growing up in a home with that type of anointing? Well, Mm -hmm. be truthful. I won't let her get you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe that she will. But um, I was actually raised by my grandmother. And when she started preaching, I believe I was in middle school and I had a lot of resentment in my heart because of not being raised by my mother. But um, when I look back over my life now, I'm thankful and grateful for uh, my grandmother raising me. But at the same time, I hope this makes sense. My mom is still raising me now. So at the time when I was growing up as a kid, she may not have been able to be everything that I needed. But as an adult, she gives me that direction that I need, whether it's spiritual, whether it's as a wife, whether it's as a mother. I feel like over the years, we've become a lot closer. Um, so the when I moved in with my mother uh, full time was when I was in high school. I was a freshman in high school and I honestly went kicking and screaming against my will. (laughs) (laughs) I seriously was sitting in the school office uh, at Dunbar High School crying because I did not want to live with my mom. But God knew. Mm -hmm. That's not true. 
because God knew that I needed my mom during that time in my life. And moving in during that time was one of the best things and best decisions that she could have made for me and for us. Because um, I'd also add, I've been my mom's armor bearer for, I want to say, the last three or four years. And for you people that don't go to church and don't know what an armor bearer is, <laughs> it's a thing in the black church. And so what they do, because in the Bible, armor bearers were there to hold up the arm of the warrior. And so as the warrior would go into battle, the armor bearer was there to hold their their weapons, make sure their armor was fitted, and to guard their back. So nobody could sneak up on the warrior while they were protecting the people. So that's where the armor bearer armor bearer thing came in. I researched that here. I did. Look at you. I know, girl. What? And the armor bearer, bearer prays for whomever their armor bearer is. Mm-hmm. And because she's my mom, it makes it easy because it's my mom. Like, but you know, I'm a, let me, let me. It's easy. I know you say it's easy because she's your mother. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, it's easy because of who she is. Let me mm-hmm. say, Michelle is one. Oh, Michelle, excuse me, I love her. She's my friend, so you know. But she is one. And, and see, and that's another thing. A lot of times when you get um, people that are pastors, evangelists, elders, or whatever, they get caught up in the titles. Mm-hmm. And so if you call them, you know, oh, no, 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 I'm evangelist. You know what? She has never been like that. She is so sweet. She, and I mean, and it's from the inside out. She's sweet. She's caring. She's giving. She will take the, now she don't love me no more like she used to. <laughs> she used to love me and baby me and do, I, I mean, she used to, she, Glennett, oh. I don't get that. Everybody please. else get that. I, I, I need you, uh, Lady Michelle, to please watch this and call or text. I'm she's, because she's been in her feelings for, this, for almost an hour. Because she used to talk and love on me. And now I have to go hunt her out. And I have to be like, can I get a hug? Can I get a picture? And then while I'm talking to her, all these other people who's trying to talk to her, and I'm like, I was here first. Uh, uh, or- oh, Cassandra, do you still hear an echo now? Let me know what's up. Hey, Cassandra's still here. She mm-hmm. listening. You know they listening to you, not me. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> but, but no, she and you know what? And I see that in you too. Mm-hmm. I see I see your mom in you in a lot of ways. And because I've known you all so long, uh, you're y'all are both soft spoken. You have a skill. You have mom a, when it comes to certain certain things. Okay. Like when it comes to people, she's very cautious on how she talks to oh, people. Um, I don't care. Um, but but no she... Filter. I have a filter. They said that's better. I got a filter? What are you talking about? I watch what I say. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't say everything that comes to my mind. Whatever. I so, never. I keep, my, I keep my own counsel. Okay. Okay. But you have a wonderful mother, and you are. Yeah, keep on person. talking. You're I, I have to change. She, you you yeah. change your something. Yeah, keep on. Okay. Just in case if you guys are not seeing the video, you guys will continue to hear the audio uh, from this broadcast. I'm going to fix something. We'll be right back with the video, but they're going to keep on talking. Yeah, don't guys. sign off. We're still here. And so, um, and so, uh, 
See, that's the ADHD. I just forgot my train of thought. So anyway, so you're a, you're an author. Mm-hmm. You sell PT. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what else do you sell? As far as the products mm-hmm. or the health and wellness products, um, there are multiple products. There are um, products for your skin. If you uh, have skin problems, there uh, is a vitamin, a hair, skin, and nails vitamin that will help grow your hair. There are, um, we have skin coffee as well. Poop coffee. <laughs> we have uh, what's called Super Reds, which has anti- it's, uh, antioxidants in Super Reds. So if you are one of those people that doesn't like fruits and vegetables, you should either use super reds or super greens because you get in that um, your fruits and vegetables for the day. How many um, cups I got to drink? I just drink super reds once a day. Just once a day? Mm-hmm. Just like half a teaspoon? Right? Actually, that's what was in the, in the shrink bottle. Before it's you put your poop tea in there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what made you want to get in... Uh, not necessarily say get in shape, but what, what made you want to become more healthy? What made me become more healthy? Well, um, it's a journey I've been on, I would say, since 2015. Yeah. When I first. <laughs> took she took us all on the journey. <laughs> that's when I took a turn. Uh, my mom says I don't eat lettuce, but that's not true. She a rabbit. <laughs> That's, that's why that's why if we ever have to eat people that is not true we're gonna eat her i love a good salad but Let I, it. <laughs> like chicken and vegetables grilled chicken but the real sweet potatoes she don't want to put the sugar in the syrup and turn them into yams there are no plants in butter that's that's like an oxymoron. That's like a sin against God. Butter plants. That's like that's like algebra and 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 letters. Numbers and letters don't go together. That don't make any sense. Butter and plants. Plant based butter. What the stevia? It's not even real sugar. That's that anger in you. Y'all need to stay away from these people that uh, it's going to their brain. Inga. I love Inga too, but you and her. I'll say this since y'all mentioned her. So, do she also use the It Works supplement? Yeah. Yes. I met Inga years ago, then just previous a couple years ago. It's like night and day. She loves the super red. They taste like Kool Aid. She is the absolute best um, spokesperson because I saw the transformation. You know what? Whatever, because let me tell you, when they're your friend and they're your family, you suffer too. Where you want to go? Oh, I want to go to Golden Corral. No, I can't do that. So then they end up taking you to someplace like Pantera or 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 Salad and Go. What's the name of that? Where all they sell is salads and soup. Who eats that? Salad. You know what I mean. Yeah. And, and, yes, and it's mm-hmm. like if you're their friend, then they every hey, you shouldn't be eating that. That's too much. They don't bring the good snacks no more. Well, they listen, don't bring the Debbie's. I don't mm-hmm. judge what no, but you the snack keeper and you bring bad snacks. I can't eat your snacks in church. You can't eat no fruit. Your fruit be doused with unhealthy stuff that will shock my sister. 
Mm-hmm. You want me to fall out and not in the spirit. So you can't eat an orange? Yeah, but you want me to give me a piece of orange. You want you, yeah, I want the whole thing. It's more me than you. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, she didn't want to eat no meat. Or, 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 let me tell you, I'm she meat. came to church, okay? And, you know, we be in church all day. We church all day. So you got to bring lunch <laughs> and a snack. This child came with a carton, and I was ready. I thought we was eating tacos or something. She had the meat and no tortillas. How you going? No cheese, no sour cream. Daddy, you just eating the taco meat. And then you don't want to share. You know who else do that? That Denise cop. That is because we portion control. Don't nobody so care. Want Make, us to share. Give more. We cutting into what we portioned for us. When you package, when you pack your bag, mm-hmm. when you pack your lunch bag, and you come to church, you know I'm going to be there, right? Yeah, before COVID. Yeah. You knew I was going to be there. And you know I'm going to ask for some. <laughs> so why you don't pack enough for me and you? I, I don't get it. How many cups of water you drink today? I drink, I try to drink eight. Eight ounces. Eight, eight ounces? Eight, no, 80 ounces. Oh, because I was about to say, you can die for too much water. I know. And since, since I want to live, I try not to drink too much. That's why I'm not into the gallon, but you should drink at least, I believe it's half your body weight. <laughs> so I'll be transparent with y'all. <laughs> I am 265 pounds. So what's half my body weight in water? Let me do my kids. Do the math. That's a lot of water. That's <laughs> too, of I can water. barely drink half a bottle. We'll work on the 80. Work on the 80. I so, start with 80. so I have a 24 ounce of, I got one of those. Um, it cost me 30 something dollars. I'm drinking three to four of those a day. I've made it through one. 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 Only 24 ounces. That's not enough water. But I'm, I make up for it in like Tahitian tree, mm-hmm. cranberry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they liquid. But they empty. I don't care about my calories. I just want to get my. I don't want to be dehydrated. You need girl, girl, water. Girl, one time I was so dehydrated from the time I came to church. Can you switch the Gatorade? It don't have no taste. It tastes like water. <laughs> okay, but I'll, I had to stay hydrated. Gatorade. So I tricked my mind, and for me to drink Gatorade, it's like for me, the dark Gatorade mm-hmm. has flavor. The dark, like, like the darker the sugary. Yeah, like. So to me, it's like there's there's flavor in that mm-hmm. that's not in you know the the lime greens right, or whatever. Right. So for and it works for me because it makes me drink it. Can you tell mm-hmm. me, girl? No, I'm not. I just don't breathe. <laughs> so are you planning on writing another book? I am. I am. So what is it going to be about? Is that something like about letters to God? No, that's that's something that's something different. I mean, it's a book that I plan to complete, mm-hmm. but um, it's not the next one. I actually plan to do a book on poetry that I've already written, mm-hmm. and I want to call it Revamp because I want to revamp those poems. So I basically would have the original, and then I will have the new version. Oh, so. 
And then we're going to put our book on audio, right? Yeah. So people can listen to it mm -hmm. while we're driving, right? Absolutely. Me too. But he said it's going to take forever and a day to get mine done. Well, if you show the audience how thick this book is. <laughs> oh, we will not do that. Now <laughs> trying to be As a matter of fact, <laughs> since you bought it up, I'll, look, audience, I wasn't going to do it, but Let's do a compare and contrast. <laughs> no, it was an accident. Y'all not gonna y'all not gonna do me like that. Miss Latoya, can you hold hold up your wonderful book for the people on to the side? Yeah, that that right there. Let them see that. As a matter of fact, let me zoom in on that right there. Y'all try to zoom in on that. Y'all see how beautiful and was it right there? Well, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's okay. GG, do, do me a favor, Queen. Hold your book up for us. So <laughs> 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 let me tell you what happened. My book is supposed to be this size. It's it really a little is. thicker, but it's supposed to be the size. So what happened was. When I was on Amazon mm -hmm. changing my cover, mm -hmm. um, you have to do some other stuff. And I asked, I said, which one of these sizes am I supposed to put? And it says six by nine, eight by 11. So they printed the book and everything? Here's the thing. Glenetta forgot how big eight by 11 is. Yeah. I didn't even think about the picture. Yeah. And so this will happen. It got I got a I got a manuscript, <laughs> but the inside <laughs> You have an algebra book. <laughs> I got a workbook, but the inside, see, this is how it's supposed to be. And I can tell by the print that, that is what your book is supposed to yes, look like. Yes. And so now that means I have to go all the way back in, unlink it, resubmit it, and then do all that. The good thing about it is this though, within a couple of weeks. All they have to do is just go to Audible and just yeah, listen to Yeah, yeah, I'm about to read my book and put it on Audible. But here's the thing. I don't know why he got me reading this book myself. Like, I be listening to Audible, and their voices be so pretty and smooth, like butter. Not plain butter, but <laughs> butter. My voice sound like oatmeal. Okay. It's a little lumpy. You're gonna read your own book, right, Miss Latoya? Yeah, y'all hear, hear me say, Miss. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm from the south, because so I, I gotta she say, got Miss. Pretty voice. Look, like, I sound like what is the effectiveness you think you're gonna have in reading than having somebody else read your book for you? I live those experiences. Come on, preacher. I don't care. I just heard Lady Michelle rise up in you just now. <laughs> I sound like the cat off of. The Looney Tunes, and all I can see is a bunch of spit coming out while I'm trying to talk. Y'all nobody want to hear that. You want auto tune in like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a nice track behind it. We could turn this into the longest rap song ever. <laughs> but it's okay. I'm gonna pray about it. Let him be Me praying about it. No. <laughs> With the auto tune and the, and yeah, the yeah. that would be dope, though. That's all right. That's all right. 
I'm going to go do some voice exercises. I'm going to get my speaking voice. <clears throat> Hello. Thank you for tuning in to my book. There was a purpose. Nope, that's not the name of my book. Is it? <laughs> you have to start. She really was. How long have you been doing It, it Works? I've been doing it since the end of December uh, 2020. I actually started using the products back in September. And the reason for that was because, of course, with the pandemic, mm -hmm. um, everybody was gaining weight. And I was like, listen, uh, I lost all this weight for a reason. I'm not yeah. trying to get it back. So I needed something that uh, would help me at least maintain, if mm -hmm. not lose more weight. So that's what I've been able to accomplish from, from using it. How 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 are you able to balance life? Because of course, your wife, your mother, uh, work, um, ministry. Mm -hmm. How are you able to balance all of that, but still be able to find the time to want to work on that part of your life also on the healthy part i would say it, it it's it's a, a struggle every week is a struggle um i just try to really balance everything and though it works is my business i try to get those other things that have higher priority like um, i have a full-time job outside of it works and being a wife and a mother is priority over that. So once I've completed everything that I need to do for my home, for my husband, for my child, and work my full-time job, then that's usually the time that I dedicate to my business. And like I said, it's it's a juggling act on a regular basis. But like if we're on vacation, vacation is vacation. I'm not doing nothing business related if I'm on vacation. The business will be there when I return. Mm -hmm. So I, I really try to make things priority and in the order of priority. So whether that means, okay, it's Saturday, I need to have family time. That's what I do. So I just juggle. I love listening to her talk. <laughs> She's so mature. It's so wonderful. I've watched her grow up. It's almost time to go. And I really have one more question. Go ahead. Question. Growing up, grow up in ministry did i grow up in ministry I say, say absolutely. absolutely um yes member of now we've been a member for the last 20 plus years mm -hmm. and i was in the youth choir at one point um I was trying to be a soloist at one point. Y'all should have heard that conversation before the show. I let her have her solo. I let her have her time to shine. She didn't, <laughs> hey, what you do with it, that's on you. That's you. And I've uh, been a praise dancer for uh, many years. I was a teen praise dancer and then Absolutely. Uh, I thank Cassandra for everything that she's pulled out of me because I've let fear hold me back. And I'll just announce today that I'm, if I have to do it afraid, I'm going to do it afraid. Latanya Blair. 
I'm gonna do that, it. That's, that's, that's a little logo slogan. Okay. I, I do it afraid. Wow. Because uh, I, I feel like I can't keep letting fear keep me from getting to where God wants me to be. Did, do you think you missed out on anything from the childhood point, like childhood stance of being able to experience certain things? To an extent, some just because I, I've, I mean, I was social distancing before social distancing was a thing mm-hmm. because I'm just a homebody by nature. I'm not one that wants to go out all the time and party and things like that. Um, so I feel like to an extent, like if I can think back on a time, like when I was a senior in high school, that was a time when I wished that I would have been more active because, I mean, most people are, on, you're only going to live it once. Thanks. So you might as well enjoy it. So that would be the, the one year that I wish I could have did differently. Awesome. I remember your senior year. I remember all her years. Yeah. <laughs> I had a part in it. So I then for you, yeah. So this this really is uh, broken for purpose. I don't, I don't know why they gave me a mic and then told me and then somebody asked me where I was, so I turned on my camera. So I just have questions and we have answers. So with you seeing, because I know you've had a lot of guests that uh, have been on the show that uh, you had a hand or being some kind of inspiration in their life. What do you, how do you feel knowing that there's a lot of individuals who are successful or who are doing things that probably took that influence or a a piece of that influence from what you've done with them as a child up until now? See, why are you going to put the spotlight on me? They make me feel teary. So, (laughs) you know, if I understand your question right. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you know, I, I I feel honored. Um everything that I do is just because uh as a child myself, these were things that were missing. Mm-hmm. And I I remember thinking that if I could just uh you never know what just one kind word, one little bit of attention one oh i believe in you mm-hmm. can do for somebody and i never really got that as a kid so as i got older um i felt less than you know i've always had that issue with mm-hmm. feeling maybe i'm not good enough maybe you know i can't do this and so i never tried because i was scared and so um when i got in a position and i don't know how i fell into that position because i was stone but crazy back then and but um, Pastor Allen, um, after getting kicked out of every other auxiliary in the church, <laughs> he put me with I was trying not to laugh, but oh my goodness. But it's the truth. Yeah. I got kicked out of every auxiliary in the church. And so he put me with the youth. And um, Elder Dorsey, uh, Dorsey Griffin was our youth pastor at that time, but he moved and went back to school. So then it was just me with no supervision mm-hmm. and um and i remember thinking that oh my god you you trust me with something special yeah. you know um and so it started giving me a little more faith a little more um belief in myself mm-hmm. because kids when somebody trusts you with their children it's right. valuable it's very valuable Absolutely. and you don't want to um 
throw that away or take that lightly, take mm-hmm. it for granted. And so I saw a chance to everything. That's when I realized that everything that I had ever been through, every bad thing that had ever happened to me was for this purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I had gone through all of that for this purpose and I, and I wasn't going to just let it go away. And so I, if they needed me, I was there. Um, if they had something bad happen and what I, and I told the parents, I said, if they talk to me, I'm not going to come back and tell you. Not unless they're a danger to themselves or to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because I believe that when young people trust you, when and you don't go back and betray that trust by saying, you know what your kid said, mm-hmm. you know, that at a time when they may need me to tell something, they're more apt to come to me. Yeah. But if they can't trust you, they're not going to come to you. Mm-hmm. And so I just did to them what I wish somebody had done to me. Yeah. And it just, you know, and then it was like, I found my place. I found my place in life. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to work with these kids. I don't know what I'm doing, but we're going to get this and do it together. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I was not a saint or the best Christian. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I was not. I learned as they learned. Mm-hmm. And as they matured, I matured. Mm-hmm. And I, when they were pu- when I was pushing them, they were pushing me to be better, to do better. And so to see that, oh my God, I had something to offer. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really realize how many people that I had really touched until, you know, all this yeah. started happening. And, you know, I was like, wait a minute, my baby got a coffee shop. My other baby's an author. My other baby, Denise, she's a nutritionist, you know, mm-hmm. uh, my baby Ashley, she got like three degrees, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just like, wait a minute, I ain't even got one. My baby's is doing better than me, but that's what parents want. Yeah, right. They want to see their children doing better. Than mm-hmm. And now, and I have a son of my own, and I was not the best mother, but mm-hmm. I was a teenager, mm-hmm. and I was dealing with my own trauma, mm-hmm. and um, and and so it was hard. But as I've gotten older, I would be a bomb parent now. Yeah. But I don't like kids no more. Um, That's why. <laughs> she lying. She like them. She just don't want them to be in her position like, to live with her full time. I just want to. From a parental point of view, for both of you, and then I'm I'm, I'm gone because it's almost three and I know she'll end, end to, at three, but it's mine. So I'll just make it last longer. <laughs> From a motherly point of view, how do you both feel about the climate for your black male or female kids right now? I'm afraid for my son because of the things that I see, even like my son is 14. So he may ask, you know, since it's the summertime, he'll ask, can I go to the store? Can I ride my bike or can I walk? And I'm literally praying the whole time he's gone, like, Lord, please protect my child. Like, Lord, please let him come home safe. Don't let nobody mistake him for doing anything other than being a kid. And and my son is, he's almost six foot and he's 14. So it would be easy for somebody to mistake him for an adult when he is literally just a kid so i fear for my son Uh, i pray for my son i pray for my husband because it's also a task when 
you're married to a black man mm-hmm. oh, because yeah. you fear yeah. for his safety as well. So I feel like um, we pray different. We absolutely pray different because we want um, our husbands to be protected, our sons, our brothers, yeah. um, whomever in our family. We want those men to be covered. Um, so, I, I mean, I can't say that it's not a fear because of the climate. I mean, you just never know. And I've saw the discrimination. I've literally been with my husband before and they turn him away. Oh, you can't come in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but there's some other people in there dressed the same exact way. He got on Levi's. He's not sagging. Yeah. And they say, you can't come in. So until I experience those things, or even when he gets pulled over and he calls me on the phone like, I just got pulled over, I'm literally praying the whole time because you never know what that officer is going through that day that will cause that black man to lose his life. And he shouldn't have over $20 or over whatever it is. A busted taillight. Right. Why are you looking like you thinking real hard, Lynette? Because like you're in deep, th- like your mind is in the heavens right now. <laughs> because prayer is good. Mm-hmm. Don't don't get me wrong. I, you know, I grew up in church and I believe prayer changes things. But with that being said, I also think that we as people, we need to take our power back. Um, black a black voice is powerful exactly. because honestly we spend all the money and when you talk about power in America it's all about the finance it's all about who who has the most money who has the most power and I believe that if black people as a whole come together and not only not only uh, go out, march, uh, uh, but if you would stick together, take your money and put it back in your community, I promise you, people will start treating you different because they want your money. They want your business. Now, they can say all day long, we don't care. We don't need it, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, when you start doing it, 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 it it's a voice. And what what people in power, what they what they are depending on, is the lack of communication in the black community, the uh, the the divide in the black community, because we're so divided against each other. Right. They don't have to do anything. All they have to do is sit back and watch. Yeah. You know, I, I sit there and I watch. Um, you know, I, I, I'm an Olympic person. I love watching the Olympics, and I watched how they've dragged Simone Biles, her mm-hmm. own people. Yeah. And, you know, and you make fun, but what are you doing? You know, and I was in there and they were talking about, you know, her mental health, her mental health. But here's somebody that is the best right. at what they do. I mean, she got gold medals out the wazoo. And then for the people to tell her, oh, you're too good. We're not going to judge. We're, we're not going to give that to you because that's too good. It'll make the other people feel less right, than. Right. Why is it only black people that we have to dole our shine so other people can get their kudos? Mm-hmm. Because I promise you that if she was white, 
no offense to our white sisters and brothers, but we wouldn't be having this conversation. Right. They would be talking about, oh my God, she's the next this, she's the next that. Mm -hmm. And then for your own people to, to do and say the things that, you're, that they're saying, and then to let other people of another race drag her and not say anything, I find that's what they're counting on. Yeah. That's why we have to worry about our brothers, our brothers, our sons, because they feel like there's no accountability. They can say whatever they want to do. They can do whatever they want to do. And guess what? We got to take it, but we don't. And it's not about being violent and, and doing that. Take your business someplace else. Yep. Keep your business in your community. Mm -hmm. Keep our kids and our family. You know, and I don't say this lightly, and I'm all about integration. I'm all about um, people of color having the same thing as, you know, our, our, our white brothers and sisters. But I do believe that the problem came with integration. I believe that we were so busy wanting to um, be like other people, do be a part of the big picture that we lost ourselves in the interim. Because you can be a part of something and still have your own. Sure. We had businesses, homes, I mean, our own money yeah. because we had to. And now it's because when they integrated, it was like we couldn't be a part of America and still be Black. It was like they had to choose one or the yeah. other. Be a part of right. And anytime, look at dogs. And I said I would never bring my dogs back up. But if you look at dogs, when they mate and they breed mm -hmm. and they're breeding for certain things, they interbreed. And even though it becomes a purebred, it's weakened. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so now our community is weakened because we spend so much time wow. trying to be accepted and a part of something that we forgot. Who we, who we are. You know, we forgot about the family. The black family is broken. And because it's broken, everything else is broken. And when people see broken things, what do they do? They just walk over it. They don't, it, it has no value. You know, it has no value. If you see a plate outside, oh, that's broken. Ain't nothing I can do with that. You know, and that's how I think some people see us. Um, we're broke. We turn on each other. And I'm not talking about broke as financial. Right. We're broken emotionally. We're broken mentally. Um, you know, but we are like the fabric of America. We are the foundation, literally, of this country. And we're still getting knocked on. Mm -hmm. And we're still fearing for our children. We're still fearing for our husbands. We're still fearing for our families. Oh, we shouldn't have to. Exactly. But, and, that, and like I said, prayer works. But you also have to put action behind prayer. Yes. And you have to be willing to lose something to gain the end game. Okay, everybody ain't going to like you. You're going to lose this. You might lose a little bit of that. You might lose this business. You might lose that. But at the end of the day, you know, if we're talking about it's not about us, it's about our children. We've lived our lives. So now we have to make sure that they're able to live there right. and they're not They're You know, they're not living. They're dying. They say that you should not live your children, but that's what's happening. You know, yeah, older people are dying, but I'm talking about these kids are dying like like water. You Cassandra know? Paul says her brokenness has value. It really does. And I think if a lot of people understood that in that broken place, like your value comes from 
I've been there. I learned from it. Right. And this is what I can present to somebody else. Absolutely. Like that value is just, you can't even place a price on that kind of value. And you can't, but guess what? We see our value, mm-hmm. but our counterparts don't. Mm-hmm. And if if they're not made to see it, you, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm telling you, and that's just my opinion. Uh, sometimes you have to make somebody see something. When you get in those bad relationships mm-hmm. and they think you're going to stay around forever, yeah. sometimes you got to show them what you, hey, I'm out, yeah. you know. And unfortunately, right now in this society, we are not valued. We're not a value. It doesn't matter what we bring. It doesn't matter how much I try and show you that I have value, that I'm worth something. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody else don't value you, they mishandle you. And that's what's being done to our children, our boys. You know, I have a son. I have a black son. I have a black grandson. And they live in Alabama. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I can pray all day, but if I don't do something to change, and that's the thing about back in the day, back in the 60s, Martin Luther King, um, Malcolm X, they were preachers. They prayed, but they put actions with their prayers. They were willing to go to jail. They were willing to lose their lives. You know, I read somewhere that, and it was Martin Luther King, if you haven't found something to die for, then you're not fit to live. Yeah. And so we're so scared, you know, we're so scared of losing something, not just our lives, but our livelihoods, our jobs, our mm-hmm. our clout, our voice. We're so scared that somebody might not come to our church. They might not um, come to my, uh, buy my stuff, that I'm willing to be quiet and let Miss Justice mm-hmm. go forward. So, you know, that's just my two cents. So I'm going to try to wrap this up. I'm going to get out of the way. I want to thank everybody personally for uh, logging on today. I need you guys to do me a favor. This uh, entire show will be available tomorrow on uh, the Broken for Purpose podcast. I need you guys to check that out and share it. And while you share, you can share this video also today. Uh, there's been a lot of clowning around, a lot of laughing. Uh, Glenetta, she... Once she started talking about stuff, y'all just we, we just pray for her. we 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 gonna intercede tonight. As a matter of fact, in the name of Get the oil. Jesus. See, you play too much. Jesus. I'm telling Pastor. Pastor, the, he playing with God. The good bishop is a bishop or apostle right now. I call him bishop. I call him Bishop Pastor Reverend. Bishop Pastor Reverend Allen. All of that. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna let y'all shut this down. Hey, thank y'all for uh, tuning in. Though I'm gonna, yeah, I enjoyed being a part of of the show. I'm I'm not gonna do this often though because but I, when you do it so wonderful, I start talking and that it'll just be a whole other situation. But see, but, I'm learning. You're you're a very good interviewer. You know the questions to ask. I'm just being me, so I'm learning. So when you, but when you do that, you bring out the questions in people. You know, I never would have asked those questions. So these are things that I'm learning. So I'd be like, yo, so like, what's up, homie? Like, this is what we do. It worked now. <laughs> it works. Um, I'm taking my power back. Thank you all for tuning into Broken for Purpose. I enjoy enjoy talking to you. I enjoy coming to your home. Do your people know that you all let me into your home every, every week? But neither here nor there. I love it. I enjoy talking to you. I enjoy the people that come on. And, I, and I'm going to tell you, because I was so happy to see her because I haven't seen her. I clowned around a little too much. But we're going to have her back. 
especially when she comes out with her second book, this is going to be the first place that you see it. You're going to give me an exclusive, right? Absolutely. And I'm going to be so professional and I'm not going to joke and I'm going to be serious and we're going to bring her back. It's going to be a little you're going to be exactly who you were today and we're going to turn all the way up. And, but wait a minute, just so y'all know, y'all people out there listening, I'm bringing y'all on the show. Cassandra coming, Musette mm-hmm. coming, Samaria coming. As a matter of fact, we're going to bring all the dancers. Oh, that would be wonderful. And y'all going to have a dance reunion. And we... Let me get back on the... On the oh, no. This is going to be the idea and the setup. I need everybody who's watching this show who who was a dancer. We're gonna do something downstairs. Oh, and it's gonna be a live show. But the gag is y'all gonna dance too. What? I can't fit in none of my garments. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fit in none of my garments. We are gonna have a uh a dance reunion show. I need to go on a diet. I can't fit in none of my garments. And they stretchy, so that's bad. We better you better order some more. We gonna do a dance you know reunion. I retired from the dance um, industry. I'm not dancing no more. I retired from the dance that's ministry, but that boy be calling whenever COVID came. So this is broken <laughs> for purpose. And I just like I said, I enjoy. Thank you guys for coming. Thank How you. How can we find it? Works. It works. What's your website? My website is faithfulventures.itworks.com. Is that the website to your book? My book website is latoyatheauthor.net. Latoyatheauthor.net. Where's my where? Yeah, right she's here. So safe. I promise. I know she Michelle calls it many. You are oh, Michelle uh Riza Coleman many. Pastor did that to me one time. I had been divorced for 10 years. Uh-huh. And he said Glenetta Sharon. I said, who's that? I ain't had that. And then you know what he had the nerve to say? You got so many names, I don't know which one to use. That sounds like pop too. He said it over the microphone. Anyway, this book here. And Michelle, thank you for texting me back. I love you too, because she said, what'd she say? She said she loves me. She will always love Glenetta. So all you new people that's coming and taking your her attention away from me, she belonged to me. She mine. She loved me. She loved me more than she loved (laughs) y'all. Jesus Christ. Anyway, get this book. It will help you. It will show you what true love is about. I'm really possessive of my friends. I don't have a lot of them. I don't either. Um, And so I keep them real close. Cassandra, Musette, uh, Tamikio. Y'all belong to me. Them them, the dancers. Do you not drink anything but that? Do you not drink sodas and things? I smell like it works. That is bad. Oh my God, get me off this camera. She's not supposed to smell like it works because it works make you do stuff. It make you poop. I hope you you don't smell like it works. Your face, like your skin is flawless. What are your your skin secrets? That's happiness. Or is it the glory of the Lord? No, that's the glory of Germany. Oh yeah. That's a different. That's a different one. It's the sunlight shine. That's a whole nother show. Why yeah. is you doing this to me? Because I would, it, it's fun. <laughs> Look, I am excited about what you have with your your your, your book too, Glenn. Uh, I, I about to say Glenda. Good You know what? I was supposed to have my second book out years ago. Yeah. But I'm working on it. And with you in my corner, between you and me, y'all gonna pull the fat out. 
So, um, Latoya, Lady Latoya, Miss Latoya, Queen Latoya, yeah, all that. I'm off the camera. I'm off the show. I'm letting y'all in this y'all way. It's your boy, Taz. Why should you get to be queen? Y'all. Thank you, everyone, for joining. I truly enjoyed this. Thank you, Glenetta, for having me. Did you really enjoy it? I did. I had fun. Because you didn't want to do it at first. Don't lie. Well, that's just because I don't like talking in front of the camera and stuff. But she going to help me with this fear. So um, when when y'all see me going live, just, you know, put some comments or something. Please do. Just, go follow. Just let name? me know. What's your name on Facebook? Latoya Dorsey Johnson. Can, can do you have a... Um... I have an Instagram, and it is Faithful ventures i think it's faithful underscore ventures you don't even know it is but thank you all thank you toys <laughs> thank you for blessing me with your presence you. um i appreciate you i appreciate everything that you stand for you guys i play about it but please go go by it works for her if you if you need some skinny brew and skinny tea and skinny coffee and super reds and you need to go to the bathroom <laughs> go go get it from her um, she's wonderful. It's blessed. You know, I'm pretty sure she pray over everything. Get this book though. This is what I'm talking about. The fat, the many facets of the heart. Get this book. It's wonderful. It had me like, oh my god. And you know, it had a little girl in me coming out, and I was just like, you know, a lot of tearing. No, no, the girl. In me. Okay, you know, like, oh, that's so sweet. Oh, that's so romantic. And then, oh, he's so ugly. You know, that kind of thing. And then there's some. Racy stuff in there. It's it's not a Christian book. Like the song, song like the song, song. So y'all deep folks, stay away from it. But no, no, no. <laughs> y'all might need to go get that. But anyway, thank yeah, you so something. much. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Um, we'll be here next week, Saturday at two o'clock, our new day and time. I will have a guest for you that's going to be out of this world. So come on, join us. Tell your friends about us. I'm trying to be nationwide. Always on your side. But anyway, thank y'all so much again. And I will see you next time. Bye.